pretties, and welcome to the Momster Radio Podcast. Dude, Taylor Swift is going to the Super Bowl. Yes. <laughs> there, We were at a dance performance for my daughter at the Rockets game, and the guy in front of us was watching the football game. I know I jumped right into this, but I just had to tell you. And I told my husband, I was like, what do you think he'd do? Because he was watching the whatever team, the San Francisco. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Chiefs. Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. There you go. Go Taylor. I don't give a shit about football. (laughs) So he was watching the game, and I was like, how mad do you think I'll get? And be like, is that Taylor's team? And Daniel's like, please don't do that. I'm like, that would be great for me to do that, but I did not. So welcome to our Valentine's Day episode. We we love Taylor. We do. She's on my list of people to interview one day, so... Hopefully, that'd yeah, no, be amazing. No, it's gonna. I'm manifesting gonna right now. Okay. Don't don't cock block my manifest oh, right now. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> so yes, I'm manifesting that one day we're gonna interview Taylor. I don't know what we're gonna talk about. I mean, I have a cat, so that we have that. In I have common. a cat. Yeah, we we all like the Chiefs. <laughs> I don't even know what team it was. I just know it's red because <laughs> of her outfit and her yeah. jacket. So and her album. That yeah, exactly. It was meant to be. It was so meant to be. So we're also going to troll our pastor because I think he's a 49ers um, fan. Mm-hmm. Is the 49ers who are going to the Super Bowl? I don't think I'm, they know yet, do they? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want, I know that. I haven't watched football up until recently. <laughs> and uh, Why is that, Sally? <laughs> because I love Taylor Swift. <laughs> but I also really like not just Travis Kelsey, but I really like Jason Kelsey. So I, I, was, I really wanted the Eagles to go yeah. because he hasn't had a Super Bowl when and he's retiring did you see them like hugging and crying yes and travis is trying really hard to like be manly and like grunting and like yes and then you know his brother's crying i just think they seem to be like really genuine they are listen to their podcast they're so great like they their parents raised them well that's why i feel like this is gonna work they both have parents that have been married Mm -hmm. for a long time they were raised to be really good family people and they both love their parents and I don't know. I just feel like it's a good match and I know everybody's over it and hates it, but like, how can you not be happy for people that genuinely seem happy and they seem happy? What a great topic for our Valentine's day. That's the only mushy thing we're going to talk about here because (laughs) F everything else. (laughs) So get your fill on the warm, fuzzy content because it will now cease and desist to be (laughs) going downhill from here. Right. I love their love story. I really hope it works out for them. I People are like, oh my God, she's going to have such a great album when they break up. Like, why are people so ugly about that? No, we're about to get the best love album ever. Right. I mean, I didn't date a whole lot because I met my husband pretty young. But I mean, having heartbreak is a great, it's great content for mm-hmm. music. I mean, if it was a man, <laughs> it wouldn't be such a big deal. Right. I watched something where she said that, like she was naming off all these male artists that write all these songs based on like their relationships and their women and nobody ever attacks them for it. I mean, people don't attack Adele. Mm-hmm. Um, Adele's albums have all kinds of heartbreak all over them. Mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson, her new album has a lot. I mean, it's a fact. It's a huge fact in life mm-hmm. of getting your heart broken, unfortunately. And then when you complicate that by being famous and, you know, you have a track record of being with some douchebags like right it's not gonna be a very fun story to tell but okay so how have you been you were sick we were supposed to record yeah i got covid i thought that was out that was supposed to be an out for 2024 (laughs) but it was an in i guess and i had it i i've had it before but from what i remember because it was probably 2021 when i had it and i had a sore throat and a headache but this time I also had a sore throat and a headache and the headache was brutal. It was awful. And as I got better, I lost my smell. That's weird. And my taste, but the smell is weird. Mm -hmm. So I had gone to try to sanitize my house and clean it. And when I do the good deep cleaning, I always change out my plugins and they were out of the scent that I normally get. And I got a different scent. And when I put them all in, I didn't notice it right away, but a couple hours later, I'm like, this is bullshit. What? This shit don't work. It's like, expired. And I'm really weird about wanting my house to smell good. And so I'm like, I go up to it and I smell and I'm like, this shit doesn't even have a scent. So I'm like, Audrey, come in here and smell this. 
And she goes, what? I go, I changed the plugins. Do you smell it? She said, yeah. I go, no, no, no. I need you to come close to it. I want to make sure that's what you're smelling. And she's like, no, mom, it's really strong. And then it dawned on me. And I was like, motherfucker, I lost my smell. It's a really strange experience. I lost, I've had COVID three times. So yeah. And every time was different, completely different. Mm -hmm. The first time wasn't bad. I just felt really weird neurological symptoms. Had a little bit of a low grade fever. The second time I felt like I had a cold, like a really bad allergy slash cold, like sneezing and all that kind of stuff. And the third time, I think it was not as bad. I don't remember. I think I had, had, oh, I was like really cold and had a headache Mm -hmm. and had a little bit of like respiratory stuff, but maybe a cough. I don't know. They all kind of the same. But I remember when I lost my smell, I was putting on some essential oils and I thought there was also expired or broken because mm-hmm. I kept putting on more and it, I couldn't smell anything. And then I'm like burning a lot yeah. <laughs> because I put so much on and my husband walks in. He's like, oh my God, what did you put in here? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just trying to be healthy and I can't smell yeah. a damn thing apparently. But you did like I did where we went around just smell random shit. Right. So she starts handing me cleaners and cinnamon and a cayenne pepper. And then I'm like, oh wait, I'm getting a little bit of a headache now. This is probably not good for my health even though i can't smell it i am still inhaling all these toxic things <laughs> i really did just grab Better bleach stop. like a full-on yeah. bleach and just can't smell a damn thing yeah well <laughs> but my nose hair is burning, now yeah. that i can smell those plugins are strong and we're five days in on them and so yeah. i had that sucker right up to my nostrils <laughs> that was definitely not good for me <laughs> i remember when my taste started to go and i'm like i can't handle anything more else jesus like you yeah. please don't take my taste i from lost me. my taste and that it wasn't as bad. It wasn't as bad as the smell for me. It just tasted like the food was bland. Yeah, I was like, why does this barbecue taste like shit? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. But the smell, I was like, oh my gosh. There are people who still come... haven't got their smell right. Back. And I was so scared. Yeah. So it came back for a day, and then it the next day it was gone again. But now I'm good. I burnt so much toast during that time because apparently I use my smell to know when to flip it over like if I'm making like grilled cheese oh. or in the toaster I'm like oh it's, it's almost time but I never knew that's what I did so cooking was just like I couldn't cook because I have no idea what anything tastes like or smells like it's just very very strange I don't like it yeah I did no cooking last week so that was not a problem so but you brought me food that was so sweet I did we dropped off and some flowers magical, in a card yeah sweet card. card yeah <laughs> hmm. I'll well, be saving that forever. Yeah, we'll we'll just leave that. And yeah, we we won't tell. Mm-hmm. No. What else? Did we, oh, we brought you some of that. I call it Ossicillium. I have no idea oh. what it's actually called. Some, I couldn't get it open for the longest time. Oh I was God. like, "How do I open this thing?" And it finally just popped off. Yeah, I I swear by those things. There's some little homeopathic pellets that I, mm. I feel like a tickle in my throat, and I'm already snorting. I'm not really, but you know, <laughs> practically, I keep them in stock. So. When I think of Valentine's Day, I think of narcissists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to do kind of an anti-Valentine's Day. It's kind of like anti-pasta. I, it took me so long to figure out what anti-pasta was. That's my favorite. I what that. what exactly is anti-pasta? So it's everything that you would put in a pasta salad, like the mozzarella and the meats and the dressing, but without the pasta. So they usually put it on lettuce. So you'll have lettuce, but then you'll have everything else that goes on a pasta salad on the salad of lettuce salad. That's weird. It's delicious. Well, I just knew it was anti-pasta, so I figured there's no pasta involved. <laughs> You're so. so smart. <laughs> I use my context clues on that one. <laughs> but I was thinking like anti-Valentine. So do you know where Valentine's ca- came from? Because... It's kind of like Santa Claus, right? Like, we don't want to say anything too much about that. Your kids might be listening. <laughs> My kid knew. So that was, she was fooling me. But Valentine's, I don't, we don't really do a whole lot for Valentine's, but I've always wondered, like, what, where did that come from? Well, growing up, I went to Catholic school and I learned there was a St. Valentine, but I don't remember the story. So I can Google it real okay, quick Google and it. see what comes like up. Like GTS. Okay, let me see. So. I just know it's like, I would get so excited. My mom would make me one of those baskets with all the like random shit in it, like pencils and erasers and mm-hmm. I don't know, candies. It's like a, I don't know, they call them something now when you give them like a, oh, for Christmas it was a burr box. 
you know, or like a boo box for oh, yeah. for Halloween. So what is Valentine's? A love box? That doesn't sound right. You're asking the wrong person. I have no boo <laughs> or burr or bay or there's nothing. Oh, a bay box. Is We're going to, yeah. Just, bay. I do, it's going to be called I now, do Galentine's. We, we give our yeah, girlfriends gifts. I got an invitation gifts. for that. Oh, yeah. I got to look and see if I can go. I think we have practice that night, but. I may ask my Valentine if he can take care of that. Yeah. It's in Houston, so it's a lot. You're fine. You're coming. Him. Okay, this says it was named after St. Valentine. It is likely based on a combo of two Valentines who were executed oh. on February 14th oh. <laughs> in different years by a Roman emperor. We will not name him. We're not going to call him out. Um, it says, legend says that one of these men, St. Valentine, had officiated weddings for Roman soldiers in secret going against the emperor's wishes, making him seem to some as a proponent of love. Oh. Then another story involves a practice of writing love letters to your Valentine. St. Valentine wrote the first Valentine greeting to a young girl he tutored and fell in love with while he was in prison oh, for God. crimes outlined above. Yeah, what crime was he in there for this tutoring? I guess marrying those people? I don't know. Mm. Um, sorry for saying um. We'll cut that out. No, you and we're leaving it in now. <laughs> we're just going to make people hate Fine. <laughs> so, uh, St. Valentine was murdered. Well, he said before his death, he wrote her a letter and signed it from your Valentine, which remains a commonly used phrase today. There's like a big Valentine's Day massacre also. It was like the mob. I saw it in the mob museum. And it actually really creeped me out because they have the actual brick wall there from the massacre and there's like bullet holes in it and like a bunch of people died that day oh it's a valentine's day massacre well this is a disturbing story oh god there was a mid-february fertility festival in ancient <laughs> rome called i'm not gonna say it i don't know how to say it. lupercalia i don't know mm-hmm. and um roman priests ran naked through the streets slapping women with blood-soaked <laughs> hides of sacrificed what? animals what Happening. Which they believe promoted fertility. <laughs> the women would be paired off with men by lottery. <laughs> this, this sounds about right. <laughs> and Hallmark said, let's make cards about this day and mm. sell lots of things. <laughs> okay, maybe we shouldn't Google Okay, anymore. that's enough Googling. That is fucking disturbing. <laughs> we'll end it with the... You're fertile and you're fertile. Smacking <laughs> women with dead animals while uh, by a naked priest. <laughs> <laughs> what is that what i said yeah okay that's so this strange. is not an opinion this is allegedly we allegedly. do not know this we're not endorsing no Valentine's. Not this is not an all. opinion of monster radio this is google <laughs> saying the history of valentine's i'm we're just here to make you laugh yeah that is i have valentine's nails let's just change the subject i don't that was really disturbing. But I'm laughing because I'm like a bunch of men sat around. Let's like, let's slap the women around with some dead animals. You That'll know, make them real fertile. I feel like men just make <laughs> shit up just to like. To torture. That or to like <laughs> let out some of these weird kinks they got. Like <laughs> this is going to make you pregnant. I need to be naked and I Listen, need to get just, this animal. Just trust me. I'm going to slap you around with this squirrel that I ran over with my you You'll know, be pregnant in no time. <laughs> And all the women are like, these fucking men, man. I'm so tired of this shit. <laughs> They're on drinking wine and ended up in a brothel because they have to make money somehow. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we would love to educate our listeners on what a narcissist is. So as a disclaimer, this is not medical advice. This is not meant to diagnose anyone. This is behaviors that you should educate yourself about so that you can apply to your life. And honestly, if I had had some of this education early on in my childhood, I would have been, I don't know, a little better off maybe. So now that I really, I just never really had a reason to research it. And we talked about my last episode. I think my dad was a narcissist. So that's my opinion. That's not a diagnosis. However, if I had known some of this stuff first, I'd be like, oh, this makes sense. Or that's why I felt that way. So why not a better day, you know, subject to talk about is love and narcissism (laughs) because it is rampant. Yeah. Okay. And then there's like a difference of healthy narcissistic behaviors Mm -hmm. and then there's like unhealthy and then there's actually a personality disorder, Mm -hmm. which can only be diagnosed by a doctor. I'm not Mm -hmm. here to diagnose anyone. So some people could have tendencies, Mm -hmm. learned behaviors in childhood, right? Or adulthood, but most of it's learned in childhood from their parents or their whatever, lack thereof. 
And I think it'd be great to talk about. Me too. Yeah. So this is from the very studious um, website called Instagram. Oh. Yeah, very informative when it comes to mental health. And really, it actually is. Like, I'm making a joke, but it really, really is. And it's not just from Instagram. We, you know, we just need some, like, things to trigger what we already know. Correct. So and deep dive. It's just for fun. Just for funsies. <laughs> right. So early signs you might be dealing with a narcissistic person. Mm. Take this with just a little bit of knowledge and don't go be like, oh, narcissist, I knew it, you know. So just, I think they said it was like 18 months is usually about the time when you get to know an an intimate partner enough to be like, they start to show themselves. I think it was 18 months, don't quote me, but it was an extended amount of time. So don't feel bad if you don't catch it like right off the bat. Right. And I I have one of these that I'll jump in with kind of explains why sometimes it takes some time always behaves like a victim so that you feel sorry for them. Mm -hmm. So what would that look like? I feel like people always mean to them or nobody likes them. Or could it be like when you're having a disagreement, you're always attacking them or, you know what I mean? So you might, you might be a narcissist or you might be dealing with a narcissist. If you notice the person doesn't have a lot of close friends um, or people that enjoy being around them because they are better with strangers and people Mm. that, so they're usually really loved by people who don't know them either on social media or if they like superficial interactions with them, like business transactions or very much loved community leaders. Yes. They're very politicians. Yes. They're very (laughs) much loved in small spurts. So you spend a small amount of time with them and they're probably going to win you over, but you can't see those long-term relations because it's once the person gets to that time period, they can only mimic normal behavior for so long before they're, you know, yeah, figured out. I think that's some really good points of just, just something to kind of set your brain off of like, oh, they don't have long-term friends or they have very superficial friendships or they only hang out with maybe their family. You Most know? of them won't have many friends at all. Like, there's been a few that I've dealt with that have had That's zero friends, zero friends. And they're happy like that? Narcissists are not happy people. Oh, that's right. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> okay, engaging in love bombing by being excessively attentive. Mm-hmm. So I am allegedly the child of a narcissist. And being the on the receiving end of narcissistic, allegedly, parent, I'm a sucker for some love bombing. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it is. I think I felt somewhat starved for regular or consistent attention from a parent that it kind of created this neural pathway in me that I just, I'm, I don't want to say attracted to, but I'm drawn to that. Mm-hmm. It's something I've really had to learn about because I don't understand. And when I was um, reading about children of narcissists, how they regular, healthy, normal people feel boring to them Mm -hmm. and boring and not to where they are boring, but it's, you're used to this big up and down the, almost like the abuse cycle where Mm -hmm. it's like fight, makeup. It is a cycle. Right. And in, in my experience, I came to a point where I almost enjoyed the fight because I knew the love bombing was next. And in the love bombing period, you finally get to see that person for who you want them to be like right. you can see the pieces of them like yes this is it there this is what I want this is who you are this is the person that I've been waiting for but the problem is is it doesn't last because once you're content again then the cycle continues yeah I don't I don't like that part of it, it it's almost like you you just crave that good time mm-hmm. and so then you're, yeah, like you said, you're like, okay, well, let's go ahead and fight. I had to learn early on in my marriage that that's not how fighting worked. Mm-hmm. That's not normal or healthy. And so when we would argue and he'd be mad at me for two days and I'm like, well, where's my love bombing? Mm-hmm. Which I didn't know that's what it was then. And mad at you where he was like a healthy mad at me, but he's like, he needed a couple of days to cool off. And I'm like, well, where's the, the part that comes after? And mm-hmm. even if the step parent that I feel like engaged in that type of behavior, I don't know if they were a narcissist or not, maybe it's just a behavior of abuse. But I really was so craving that time because then I'd have some peace for a little while. So I, I don't know. It's it's weird how you know that you shouldn't like this stuff, but then you almost are just conditioned to 
want to go down that path. And so you have to learn how to stay away from it. Well, because right when you're ready to kind of give up, the love bombing comes and then you have your hope again. So there's hope again. But they, I don't even know if they really know what they're doing, but they know it works. They know, okay, I'm right there at my limit. So let me do all this stuff to get back in the good graces. And then I could go back to being my normal asshole self. Mm, I don't don't like that either. Mm Mm-mm. Okay, so we talked about the not having any close friends. It says always brags and shows off in front of people. So that's going to go with the superficial yeah. relations. So they're really good oh. in superficial settings of making people like them that don't actually know them and they don't have any expectations from them. Yeah, my parent that I feel like is that way or one of the parents um, involved in my bringing me up as a child, I had multiple step parents and things like that, but just remembering how everybody loved him. Everybody loved him, and I think you had an interaction with him where mm-hmm. he went up to y'all when we were in high school. Was it high school? It was no, we were adults. Um, and let me just say, my dad wasn't a hundred percent bad, and I don't think any, unless they're like a psychopath, right? Like a narcissist is a mentally there's a spectrum unhealthy. Yeah. yeah, there's a spectrum. So he wasn't the worst person on the planet. He just wasn't healthy in relationships, and I have you know a lot of <laughs> issues because of that, but. I wouldn't say like he was, so don't get, I just want to put that out there that like, don't think my dad was a a monster. Well, like I said before, a lot of narcissists aren't intentionally doing it. It's, it's what, what has, is almost like a survival tactic for them. That Mm -hmm. is the way they've learned to live and cope with life and to get through how they feel internally about themselves. Right. And move the only way they know how. I don't think it's like, I'm going to go hurt this person and then I'm going to make it feel better and then I'm going to go hurt him again. It's just how they have learned to live life and they can change, but they have to own it or not own Unless it. Unless it's like, a personality disorder, right. then that's really not necessarily healable and 100%. It, no, it can be treated, but that is a harder one to get them to self-reflect mm-hmm. and say, wait, maybe I do have a personality disorder because... In personality disorders, the worst feeling that they can ever feel is guilt. Mm -hmm. They will do anything to not feel guilty. And in order to get better from it, you have to feel guilty enough to say, yes, there's a problem with me. And that's most likely not going to happen. Right. So you could have learned behaviors versus like an actual personality Mm -hmm. disorder. And I want to talk about these things that I feel about, you know, the various parents I had in my life that might have had these tendencies because, you know, I tend to want to like not hurt them or all of that. But I I feel like it's important to talk about the backside of it. Like what is to the child, how they grow up and deal with that, because that's the part that I can control and that I have to work on. Because if I don't identify where did this come from, why am I acting like this, I'm not ever going to get better. I'm going to mm-hmm. keep looking for that cycle. Right. And it's unhealthy because it hurts a lot. Right. And healthy people do self-reflect. So if you ever find yourself saying, wait, am I a narcissist? Then you're probably not. No. Because healthy people question themselves yeah. and narcissists blame. Yeah. I've tried to diagnose myself with lots of things. So <laughs> we're good. I'm, yeah. I'm good. Thank you're, God. You're healthy. <laughs> so... They're superficial and obsessed with their image and appearance. Yeah. So if you, mm-hmm. if you find yourself posting more selfies on your social media <laughs> than your children, you <laughs> might be a narcissist. <laughs> or you could just be really feeling yourself hmm. with your new hair. And, no, I have other people on mine. That's okay. Yeah. I try to mix it up. And yes. my husband's like, you don't ever post me. I'm like, you won't get in videos with me. So it's okay to post a selfie. I'm saying. Yeah, I know what you mean. The ratio. The ratio. We don't need to see you. Multiple times a day, every oh, single yeah. day. Okay, so and not your children. It. Like I mean, and posting pictures with friends or with your children or with a kitty cat. You know that's yeah. different. It's but when just you're constantly- something to make you think. Okay, maybe we need to we need to take a step back and look because narcissists don't have a lot of friends, and oh. so they need that extra attention from mm-hmm. strangers. And if they're not getting it daily, the next way to get it is to post a cute, heavily filtered selfie and get some likes and comments. So funny story about my father is he was very much obsessed with his image. And one of the reasons we did end up putting him 
this is not funny part, but we did end up putting him on, um, what do you call it? End of life care hospice. because yeah, hospice, because he was possibly going to need a, cl- a colostomy bag. Mm-hmm. No way that man going to want a colostomy bag. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's not torture him for the slim chance that he would survive the COVID and the bowel issue obstruction that he had. However, when he lived here, he would buy, he, he wasn't really paying for anything and I really didn't expect much out of him. He's on a fixed income. However, he did order $300 worth of wrinkle cream. He was 75. What? Yes. He ordered. Where's it at? <laughs> I know I should have confiscated it. I'll take that as payment. So he's putting it on. He made me take before and after pictures of him so he could try to sell it to other hmm. people with wrinkles. And it actually did work, but I felt like it was more like a superficial it like a like it numbed it or like numbed the muscle mm-hmm. but it i have the pictures i'll have to show them on social media interesting but he also had this terrible reaction to this beard dye i'm like dad you're 77 i think it's or 75 i was like it's perfectly acceptable to have a salt and pepper mustache little did i know he was actually allergic to the beard dye, mm-hmm. but he would use it anyway. I hate when men dye their beards. <laughs> it's totally noticeable. We know when your beard is dyed. It's, it's not like cute. Jet black. Yes. Jet black. And he got like contact dermatitis. He got like an allergic reaction with gets. blisters everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. And I was like, I had to take him to the, to the doctor. I'm like, dude, you look like you have an infection. His face was swollen. And you're like, is that cute, dad? Is that what you wanted? This is what you wanted? But he did. And then I called his ex-wife and she's like, oh yeah, he knows he's allergic to that. I'm oh like, bro, like it's okay to have some gray hair. Or just shave 70s. the beard if it bothers you right? that bad. <laughs> then you might have a double chin under there. You don't know what's under oh. there. That's not fair. You know what? <laughs> don't get me started. I have a double chin. Yeah. That it. is not fair. <laughs> For women and men, because oh they, we don't even know if you have a double chin. You just, and like the hat fishing, we don't know you're bald. You show up with the hat. And they're like, you have to get in the, in the hot tub and make sure all your makeup comes off. We can see who you are. Yeah. No, you shave show, your beard. Yeah. Or they show up with the hat and you don't know they're bald after <laughs> until you're already too, and you're like, you just hat fish me, we sir. Don't, we don't care about bald men. That's no, fine. I know. I'm just saying, but you need to show up that way. Right. If we have to show up with, uh, yeah. lashes and hair extensions. Yes. All There's nothing wrong with a bald man. There's wrong with a bald man that's lying to you. Right. He's <laughs> he's gaslighting you yeah. into thinking he's not bald. Yes. <laughs> Just, so, I don't understand. Like, I get, like, I mean, I get Botox and I have, you know, beauty stuff that I do. But I don't, I really hope when I'm in my, well into my 70s, I don't give a shit what color my beard is. Because <laughs> I'm going to have one by then, I feel like. Everybody keeps talking about these chin hairs eventually I'm going to get. I'm like, and, not me. Yeah. I'm not doing that. And ours won't be we can't white they're gonna them. stay black <laughs> we're gonna be bleaching our- yeah i'm just kidding <laughs> oh my god i just can't i was like why is he doing this and you know i don't know why he was the way he was but man he was obsessed with the wrinkles and the beard he's so bad it was he was so a stud bad. yeah he was adorable yes, everybody's like was. oh he's so cute I'm like, his little fedora no, right? His little page boy hat yeah. his little cute little cane mm-hmm. he would walk down the street with walkman he had a walkman and this is like like, not that long ago. Four years ago? Yeah, like the disc man. He mm-hmm. would have it tucked into his belt and, like, walking down the street with his headphones on. I'm like, you know, they have, you know, iPods now. He was just from a different era. <laughs> yeah. He <his laughs> <laughs> <laughs> would like to make mix, mix CDs and, like, give them to people. He handed me one one day. Oh, it was his funeral that's, mix. That's love bombing yeah, right there. Yeah, he's like, I made you a mixtape. But he made me one, and it was, like, my funeral. I, I, I don't even know where it's at. I, I really need to find it one day. But it was all the songs he wanted played at his funeral. You didn't do that? No, I had to pay. I paid for it. I get to pick out the music. Damn, Amber, <laughs> Me and my siblings cold. paid for it. I don't know where it's at. I, know. I was like, why are you giving me this shit? You're not dying. You just have Parkinson's. Like, calm down. You know, oh he was gosh. not even on his deathbed. I wonder what was He's on it. He's dying his beard and flirting with the nurses in the ER. I'm like, no. No, I know. No, you're, you're fine. I put it somewhere for safekeeping, which means I will never find it because that's how I roll. It's probably good music, though. It really, he was really yeah. good at <laughs> picking good music. We played the stuff he would like at his funeral, I, but I'm I like, know. if I play for it, I get to, I get to make the right. playlists or, oh, you always have the feeling, sorry, you always have the feeling that something doesn't feel right. Oh, yes. Man, I, I love to ignore that. If you, you might be dealing with a narcissist <laughs> if you constantly feel like you're going crazy. Oh, gosh. I think the moment I realized that that was happening to me, I was like, Oh my God, I have been acting like a psycho. Like, and I I need to own my own things that I've done, right? Like I need to own that. 
But I'm also feel manipulated that I was made to feel a certain way. So then you, it's like this weird, just, I don't know, this weird cross of like, you made me, but I, and I took part, but I didn't know better. Now I know better. And I'm like, mm, done, you know? So some of you might have that guilt too, where you're like, man, I, I was so crazy when I dated that guy, or I was so crazy when I was with that girl or whatever. And you can't necessarily just say, well, they made me, but it is manipulation will kind of drive you crazy like that. Right. And in my experience, you just feel like there's constantly a problem and you're thinking, what, what am I doing wrong? What can I fix? So you're, you're constantly working on yourself to try to make the relationship better. And that's what they want. They want you to think it's you because like you said before, they're always the victim. So they're not going to be doing any work on themselves. And so the problems in the relationship are going to be your fault. And so you're going crazy trying to do work on yourself and the work's not working because it's not really you. Hmm. So it just, it does. If you feel crazy and if you feel like you're never getting anywhere, then you're probably dealing with a narcissist. (sighs) Okay, so this one wasn't on that list, but breadcrumbing. Hmm. We talked about this Hmm. in my ins and outs, and it's something that, I mean, normal healthy people do this in the dating world where they string people along, they have a roster. (laughs) I'm not not looking at you specifically. (laughs) Oh, you mean like when you don't hear from someone and then you're like, send a bunch of like fun (laughs) messages that they know you're going to love and then they disappear again? (laughs) Yes. So that would be breadcrumbing. Breadcrumbing is when they sporadically text you to remain an option without commitment. That's one definition of breadcrumbing. But it could be like where they ignore you, ignore your text, but then sporadically be like, hey, sorry, I was busy for like four days. So there's a difference because it's a, a pattern and not mm-hmm. just a thing. Because there have been times where I mean, believe me, lots of times where I type up a response and I don't respond or push well, they're, send. they're intentionally doing the breadcrumbing when they feel that they're about to lose the hold they have over you. Yeah. So it's not just, I forgot, and it's not that they didn't want to, you know, we all get busy, but it's, I'm not going to give them attention, but wait, you're, where are you going? Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to like text you a lot and I'm going to give you attention until you start giving me the attention I need back. And then I'm going to pull away again and confuse you and make you feel crazy. So they all work together, but breadcrumbing is a piece of it where they are just going to do enough so they don't lose the attention they need from you to make them feel how they need to feel. Or keep you as an option too. Right, because, because of the way they make, you make them feel. Yeah. So it's talking about breadcrumbing. It's an emotional roller coaster and uncertainty. So the target, this is from Psych Today, that sounds official. The target tends to feel mostly disappointed with occasional bursts of false hope. Mm-hmm. I felt like that a lot with my dad where he would, he wrote me a letter one time when I was, after my parents got divorced, I was still young and it was like, I miss you and I love you and I can't wait to see you. But then he wouldn't come like when he said he was going to. So my mom actually quit giving me all the letters. He was constantly writing letters and didn't give them because she saw how crushed I was because his actions and his words didn't line up. Mm-hmm. So she still has those. I was like, just just get rid of them. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see that because I don't think it's going to make me feel any better about the relationship. And he probably did mean those things. Yeah. He just didn't have the capacity at that time to follow through with them. And again, the things that they do aren't intentional. They're doing what they need to do mm. to survive who they are. They need you at a distance, but not too far because they need you when they need you. So it's not like an intentional thing like, haha, I'm going to send... I'm going to send her these messages because I want to confuse the shit out of her. No, they just need their selfish time. And then they're like, wait, 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 but I need them. I don't, I can't lose them all the way. I need them there when I need them there. So it's just not really an intentional thing. It's just how they're wired. They're wired to survive life because they have internal shit that they don't want to deal with. I'm rolling my eyes if you can't, if you don't know. Not because I don't believe it's true, but it's just like, That shit fucking hurts. It's hard for someone who's not a narcissist to understand how behavior like that can't, you can't self-reflect on it because most of them don't have empathy and I'm a big fucking empath. So for me to try to understand how you don't know you're hurting somebody's feelings is just beyond what I'm capable of 
trying to relate to. Mm. So if you're, if you're dealing with a narcissist, you may feel like you have to agree with the person or give them their way to avoid attacks, rejection, or just drama in your life. It's easier to do what they want than to do what you want because it'll make your life easier just to comply with the narcissist. So if you find yourself always giving in and always agreeing with things you don't typically agree with or doing things that you don't want to do just to avoid a fight, you're probably dealing with the narcissist. Hmm. I think that's why my interactions with narcissistic people haven't gone as well as I've gotten older just unknowingly because I well I am a very agreeable person because I just like to have fun in any capacity so if you want to go out to do this I'm cool with that you want to go out to dinner cool I don't really care where as long as it has an option for me Mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of strong opinions I just like to have fun so Mm -hmm. however I can get to that vehicle it's fine so but the compromising my beliefs and my like real some of those are not very flexible Mm -hmm. (laughs) that has been the the deal breaker in those relationships where I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. Yeah. And so then it becomes now you're judgy or, you know, you're whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm out then. Right. Because I don't want to do that. Yeah. Mm. Um, you also might be a narcissist if you are constantly having a sense of entitlement, a desperate need for attention. And like I said before, lack of empathy. What would an incentive entitlement look like? Like you deserve to get your way and oh. you deserve to have the best things, even if it's not reasonable for your lifestyle mm-hmm. and you deserve to have things over your partner or your children or, you know, what that person needs and wants matters more than anything else. Because okay. again, that internal struggle they're having having they need external things to overcompensate for that it's just gross mm-hmm. i don't like it how many narcissists does it take to change a light bulb <laughs> <laughs> i'm already laughing how many narcissists does it take take to change a light bulb i don't know sally how many none they all <laughs> use gas lighting <laughs> We didn't even get to gaslighting because I think I think everybody knows what gaslighting is now these days. If you have access to Instagram or TikTok, most people I know know what gaslighting is. Yeah. That's a really funny joke. Well, it just goes with the they need to be the victim. So they're going to make you feel like you did the wrong things in order to not. I think that what I took away from my understanding and what I've been reading about in the last, I don't know, six months to a year about narcissistic relationships is when you are acting in a way that is not really, it's not your normal, that something in that relationship is triggering you. Mm -hmm. Now you have to be accountable for your own triggers and your own behavior, but you really need to step back and examine why does this one really drive me crazy? Why does this one make me so upset? Like I have these relationships in my life that seem relatively normal. Mm -hmm. What is it about this one? And then you need to really examine yourself and determine, why am I acting like this? And it's really impossible to get out of that relationship most of the time because you feel so connected with those people. But once you're out of it, you're going to be a whole new person. So just make that leap if you're dealing with it. Um, I just have one more. If yeah. you make posts on social media blaming someone else for being a narcissist in your life, <laughs> you're probably the narcissist because guess what? Those victims ain't doing that. No. I haven't <laughs> seen one victim <laughs> that I know. Announcing to the world well, that they're dealing with a narcissist. Well, they just make podcasts, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we're not saying that. We're helping other people. I know, but I do say yeah. that my dad, I think he was a narcissist. No, I know. But, but it was really weird because when I was in counseling the other day, instead of saying, I do a lot of qualifiers, like I think, mm-hmm. possibly allegedly you know because it's hard to just say well I mean he's dead I can't like take him to the psychiatrist and get a diagnosis but yeah she was like okay so let's just say your dad was a narcissist that's Mm -hmm. how you feel whether it was see I'm gonna do it again I'm already like well I think he loved me but stop like it just it's a pattern so it's something I'm working through and I want to be transparent about that experience so that there are other people that have gone through it or are going through it so they can kind of work through their feelings. Mm-hmm. Cause then I feel like at least it wasn't for nothing, yeah. you know, other than just giving me a lot of 
Well, the a nar- big bill for my side. Yeah, the narcissist <laughs> memes I'm referring to are for again the social yeah. media attention that right. you need to have people agree. Yeah, you are you are dealing with that. That's because, always a red flag for yes. me is when people post certain things. Yeah. I'm like, mm, okay. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean for sure. I'm just, I'm just. Just looking at you. And yeah, see. you need somebody to agree with you that this person is a narcissist. Then it's yeah. probably not them. It's probably you. Because yeah, usually I haven't seen any people that I know that are victims of that mm-hmm. on social media saying a damn thing. No, nope. So there was one. It was talking about ghosting. But speaking of ghosts, mm-hmm. it's we're not Halloween. Just, it's, it's always not Halloween. Halloween. It's always Halloween. it's Monster Radio. It is always That's Halloween. Right. That's right. So completely unrelated mm-hmm. <laughs> to narcissist. Okay abuse or behaviors so uh, down back to the valentines so we're anti-valentines like anti-pasta but Mm anti-valentines so i thought it'd be funny to talk about we've talked about getting revenge on people before but in a theoretical sense because we're not really vengeful people it's just it doesn't solve any problems if i was man (laughs) i know there would be some people that are just sorry (laughs) because i'm very calculated in my brain yeah but the empath in me is like no be the bigger person Sally yeah and not even that like it doesn't solve anything but we can just think about it right just to think about man if I really was like able to just get back at people that hurt me and really it's just hurt people hurt people right exactly so that's not a good cycle it doesn't make you any better than the person who's inflicting that but theoretically we're gonna pray for them at the end of the day after we make jokes about all the revenge we're gonna not get but want to right (laughs) and because we're we're too old for that now we're not you know i mean i mean the bible does say an eye for an eye so i don't know but for me personally yeah i know i'm not i'm not poking anybody's eyes out because then it's like also like the plank in your eyes bigger buddy like worry about yourself you know Mm -hmm. jesus like worry about yourself so theoretically if we died and we were ghosts how would you get back at people that were just really terrible at you, terrible to you? So the only thing I would say is it can't be anything really, you can't move like big things like a couch mm-hmm. or a fridge. You can't really hurt them because mm-hmm. that's not funny. Okay. So it's like really inconvenience them or really kind of irritate the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. But you're a ghost. So you're like, you were mean to me. It's like you're bully in fifth grade, right? If yeah. You could, if you come back as a ghost and be really ghost vengeance what would you do <laughs> do you want me to start yeah you go first okay so i won't i don't want to give you all give you the best and i actually was polling some of my clients and some of my friends and they had some really good ones okay some of them are very childish which i love so every time they go to sit down pull the chair out just <laughs> just wipe the chair hell yeah that's every time you to do <laughs> even if you're not a ghost Please that's don't not do even that revenge me. that's just funny <laughs> Because I would am- do that to the people I love if I was a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, if you die before me and I fucking have a chair move, I'm like, You're gonna gosh fall. darn it, Sally. So I don't, a, a very common response to people was farting. I don't know how you would accomplish ghost farts, but like farting in their presence. Okay, I constantly put, smell. I put <laughs> that I would make the inside of their car stink. Ooh. So when they get in their car in the mornings, it Ooh. always smells like shit or something. <laughs> so I don't know if it's a ghost fart or if it's just like a ghost odor or something, but I would make the inside of the car smell like shit every single so, day. One of my friends was telling me, she's like, oh, I'd be farting all the time. I'm like, okay, first of all, can ghost fart? She's like, that's not the point. And I was like, you're just going to be just crop dusting everyone. But she's in like, Casper, yeah. the movie Casper, like they can like put off an odor oh, from their yeah. ghost body. So it may not be a fart, <laughs> but it's, they have powers to do things alters the the air and whatever and then you know then they were like really do it when there were just two people in the room so they're always going to be blamed like if they're getting like an interview or something just be like so the interviewer you know knows can you make a ghost like with it (laughs) that would be yeah i would do that i would so do that i would turn their ringer on in quiet places I like I, that. I hate that so much. Like in church, you yeah. Especially if a really bad mm-hmm. ringtone, something real juvenile, like yeah. I do. I used to have like the Friday the Thirteenth music. Could mm-hmm. you imagine if I'm in church and it's all? Anyways, I saw I, this is off topic, but I did see a meme that was like we used to pay a dollar ninety nine for ringtones, and now if my phone makes one noise, I'm 
chucking yeah. that thing across the room. Right? <laughs> and mine's always on vibrate. Yeah. I don't ever very and I'm like, so whoa, whoa, put my phone on ring. Yeah. It so freaks me out. I also put spoons in the garbage disposal. Mm. Man, I get real pissed off when I go turn this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, no, because then you can't use them because it's sharp and you got to throw them out and then you're down to no spoons and you're having to wash them every time. Can when they're getting the spoon, you turn it on? <laughs> no. It was, <laughs> oh, okay, no hurting. Okay. No goes to salt. We're just... Just inconveniencing okay. them. I mean, <laughs> it's just a few minutes. I still get really nervous when I put my hand down the garbage disposal. I'm like, stand away from the, yeah. from the switch. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I would I would pull their covers off of them at night. Yeah. Or put them on them, whichever they were. <laughs> and on the flip side of that, I would also alter their thermostat in the middle of the night mm, to the yes. opposite of what like they want. if they sleep cold, make it super hot. So if I'm pulling the covers off, I'm going to make it really cold while I do it. Or mm-hmm. if I'm throwing covers on, I'm going to make it really hot in the house. So to piggyback on that, and then I come in as a ghost and I put down, have you ever had those Nyla bones that your dog chewed mm-hmm. on? Have you ever stepped on one? No. It's like stepping on Legos. Ooh. It hurts so bad. And there's always like I don't know, like your dog will chew on it and leave it by your bed and you mm-hmm. stand up. I'm going to put all their dog chew toys right where they stand up. Nice. And so then they're going to fix the thermostat because they're hot now, mm-hmm. but they're also going to step on Legos or, you know, it's kind of like. as soon as they fall asleep again, get in that REM sleep, we're going to do it all over again. Too. <laughs> yeah, we're Yeah, we're starting the cycle over. <laughs> we're going to be straight menaces when we're ghosts for yes. sure. Okay, this is my favorite one. And I came up with this all on my own. I hope you think it's funny or it's it's all lost. So I'm going, to, depending on what kind of animal they have, cat or dog, I'm going to make the cat vomit noises in the middle of the night mm. or the dog vomit. And you have you ever had that happen to you where you wake out of a mm-hmm. dead sleep? You're like, no, not on the carpet mm-hmm. or no, not in the bed. And just, Hoo. yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to make that noise so they wake up in the middle of the night trying to find their animal to get them away from. And the animal's like dead asleep. <laughs> like, what are you doing, bro? that's funny that's my favorite one i have a favorite one but i'm not ready for it yet what about signing them up for monthly subscriptions on auto draft (laughs) oh auto draft i like that one yeah like just little ones where they can't tell just nickel and dime them yeah wow that's pretty good i'm gonna take their towels during the shower Mm. and also blow out the pilot light which I don't think is dangerous these days. I think they automatically stop blowing gas, so I don't want to hurt anybody. Yeah. Just blow out the pilot light, no more hot water, towel's gone, super inconvenient. So to piggyback off of that, I'm going to stop the dryer. I had that one on mine too. Mid-dry cycle? Yes. Yes. Especially if they like start it before work. Yes. They come home, they got to start Or like if they put it on before they go to bed, thinking their clothes are going to be dry in the morning. (laughs) No, we're stopping it in the middle of the night and your clothes are going to be wet in the morning. (laughs) And they're going to smell ghost farts and they're going to step on Nyla bones and they're going to be really hot. Mm -hmm. This is, they really should not piss us off when we become a ghost. Straight menace. I'm also going to make their smoke alarm chirp every night. I did that, but I was going to make the noise so that they didn't, they couldn't figure out which one it was. So I was just going to go in random rooms and be like, Boop. it's not going to matter if they figure <laughs> it out because as soon as they go back to sleep, it's going to start chirping again. That's right. Every that actually night. happened to me. I really felt like there was a ghost in the house. I was putting up, I was hanging some planters and it did one weird chirp. It wasn't like a low battery chirp. It was like it was trying to alarm, but it stopped. Mm-hmm. So I got down off my ladder and I was like, do you, oh, Okay. And my dog didn't bark because she barks incessantly with that noise, even if it's one beep. So I thought maybe it was in my head. Got back up on the ladder. It happened again. But it did like three beeps. And I'm like, that's not a low battery beep. It's like it's going off and then it stops. Mm-hmm. So I like run out and I'm like, it stops again. And every, and I'm like, Addison. And she was in the shower. I was like, Addison, did you hear that? She's like, yeah, what's wrong? I was like, I don't know. It stopped. I swear to God, I go back and get on the thing again. Is somebody pissed off? Yeah. Apparently? What ghost pissed you off? <laughs> Who's your dad? (laughs) He's taking notes right now, by the way. He really is. He's like, this bitch saying I'm a narcissist. I'm going to show her. Uh, Can I unplug their fridge? Yeah. I think that's that's a pretty costly one. But maybe it's like... (laughs) (laughs) These people really made you mad, huh? Dude, don't even get me started, girl. Don't even get me started. So... I'm going to turn off the ice cream machine at the Mexican food place, like right before they go to get ice cream at the end. Yeah. Because I get, I, I get really offended when I go and I'm looking forward to my little cone with my ice cream 
and it's not working. Sometimes I'll even like, let's just go to another place. Cause I just, it's like, you have to have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, it's going to break right before them. So they can't have, nice. yeah, I'm going to unplug it and it's not going to be frozen. Okay. I have a really bad one. Yeah. Cause I'm about out of ideas. What's your bad one? I'm going to wait until they're on their phone watching dirty videos <laughs> and pleasuring themselves. Oh, no. And I'm going to take over their front camera and I'm going to video it and I'm going to post it. <laughs> no, you're not. Yes. Because oh it'll just God. be their face. <laughs> you have a really bad narcissist <laughs> relationship in your past, don't you? That's funny though, right? And fucking embarrassing. Oh my god, it's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) That was a great evil. Happy Valentine's Day, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Spreading love. Dude, we look like straight we sound like straight psychopaths right now. We learned from the best. We really (laughs) do. When you were married, did y'all do Valentine's stuff? Like, did you get each other stuff? I think so, but... Not really. Yeah. Usually, yeah. We don't really do stuff. I'll send him something and be like, hey, I really want these shoes for Valentine's Day. He's like, okay. But he's not really into the whole, you know, commercialization of Mm -hmm. it. So he'll say, we'll just pick another day to do something, which we do. We do still date each other, Mm -hmm. but I'm not opposed to getting flowers other than they're they're so expensive now Mm -hmm. to get them delivered to you. So I'm like, just buy me some shoes, bro. They last longer. My ex is always big on candy because he likes candy. Oh, yeah. So everybody always gets candy. And even now, like, you know, no shame or anything towards him, but like for a long time, like, Christmas, Easter, anytime there was a holiday, the girls would come home with so much candy from him. And I'm like, stop giving them so much candy. Like, we're not going to eat all this. Who eats all this candy besides you? So that reminds me of like... It was a thought that counts, but... Yeah. I mean, yeah. And Mm -hmm. it's like birthday parties when the kids were little. I was such a weirdo. I would put toothbrushes in the gift bags Mm -hmm. because I would hate when my kids come home with so much candy from random things. But my kids don't eat it. So there's like giant bags of candy just sitting around not getting eaten. Well, you know who does like candy? You? Yeah, the Cranville House. We are big candy connoisseurs over here. I still have a whole bag of Halloween candy I could bring over here. Well... This is probably not good. No, he, they'll eat it. Oh, she doesn't. I, mean, I told you. It's candy. I like, told you on the Halloween episode. She the, she doesn't eat the candy. Like it just, just sits like, there. Did you check the candy though? Do I need to check every razor blades and stuff? Is this like I don't know. Where does candy come from? College Park. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine then. <laughs> they are serious yeah. about call, about Halloween over there. Yeah, that's all I had. That that's a lot. Oh, the the other one was someone told me to turn their ice maker off, so it's not making ice anymore. So they yeah. go, and if you're in Texas, that's a that's a mortal sin if you don't have ice. Yeah, up north they don't really serve ice with everything, so it's not as not as impactful as it yeah. would be for a Texan. I mean, I put on here moan because I'm a ghost, <laughs> and then you know, cool stuff like take over their dreams and can I do that? You didn't say I can. I'm do really that. afraid of Ghost Sally. And um, Sally's gonna get to the other side and be like, "Oh, also, <laughs> like, immediately." If I can, can I hack their social media? Because I would go like find the people that they're secretly stalking and then like pictures from like Oops. five years ago That's for them. That's a great one. Yeah. So when I went to New York City, all I could think about in the subway was the movie Ghost. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, he hijacks the computer and is like, this is Sam, this is Sam, this is mm-hmm. Sam. So, yeah, I mean, that's clearly oh, ghost yeah. law. They could do that back in the 90s. We could for sure do it yeah. now. I mean, we're more evolved ghosts. Yes. One day. Yeah. Hopefully not soon. No. Hey. Hopefully for a lot of people in my life, not soon. Because <laughs> maybe you should do some more, go. <laughs> some more healing. <laughs> I'm going to be on your deathbed. Like, don't you fucking you. do it. Oh, have you seen those, like, real videos where they're, like, has a best friend and she's like, bitch. Yeah. They're in the coffin. Guess like, who just fucking walked in yeah. here? <laughs> I have a friend. I'm going to call her out, Candace. Like, I know Candace is going to tackle some people at mm-hmm. my funeral because she's much younger than me. Mm-hmm. So she will for sure be at my funeral. Mm-hmm. She is not having it. I already know. Okay. There's people that shouldn't come. She's going to tackle the shit out Am of them. Am I good? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you're on my plane. <laughs> I'm just making sure. I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm not trying to fight at your funeral. Like, I should be like, oh, wrong Sally. Sorry. Shit. How many Sallys do you know? Come on. I actually know quite a few I'm going to tell her to low-key tackle you anyway, just to make you... I'm just going to gaslight you from the grave. I need somebody to do the, like, black clothes, black umbrella, standing 50 feet away yeah. with sunglasses on, inconspicuous. Well, they're going to know you. I need you to hire... I'll pay someone. Yeah, I need a stranger to look like I was, like, having yeah, some that's secret like CIA shit. Dirty Little Secrets. What was that? Dirty... <laughs> what is that movie? That show, Pretty Little Pretty Liars. Little Liars. <laughs> Such a boomer. Wrong show, wrong channel, Amber. <laughs> yeah, pretty low. Hacking line. your front I camera. Am- <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm deceased. I am going to be ghost Amber now. I oh cannot believe <laughs> That is for sure going not on a podcast. <laughs> well, I know it's a joke. Come on. <laughs> And you're fired. <laughs> you're definitely getting tackled. Don't say that. <laughs> so Valentine's, okay. Yeah. We may be anti-Valentine's, but I do like Valentine's. It's just an excuse for us to have girl yeah. night. I mean, I love all things hearts and fun mm-hmm. and candy and flowers. Like yeah. the lighthearted stuff is fun. Yeah. I'll probably get my kids something small and meaningful. Yeah. And like if some candy. What so <laughs> what kind of gifts would you like? For Valentine's. Jeez. Well, maybe not. Okay. Custom Converse. Already, okay. So maybe I've already not, designed them. Maybe not you personally, but for, for our men out there that are listening, oh. like what are some tips of like gifts that girls may want or what we don't necessarily want? My favorite that I've had in the past was the Sherry's Berries. Ooh, They're, yeah. yeah, the chocolate covered mm-hmm. strawberries. You can get some at HEB mm-hmm. also, but the Sherry's Berries are they, I feel like they must hand inject them with sweetness because mm. they're so good. Mm-hmm. And they show up at your door so you can order them. You can order them now to make mm-hmm. sure they get here in time. They're a little pricey. Yeah. But I do love them. That's okay. I also love smarty, smart, oh my God, supporting small businesses. Mm-hmm. So massage gift certificates, lash gift certificates, just like fun step Botox. Mm-hmm. Listen. Guys, guys, you can go on ollie.com and yeah. you can buy a Botox gift card. I don't think anyone would be offended. No, hell well, no. I mean, would there be some younger women offended? Well, you, you Maybe know, 30 and over. If your wife's never got Botox, maybe don't do that. Yeah. But if you know that she gets it and likes it and, you know, has this. A-L-L-E.com. Yeah. And yeah. has a side stash for that. Yeah. Get her some Ollie gift cards. Like, you cannot go wrong with that. Me personally, I don't have a Valentine and I haven't thought about it that much. But yeah. on the spot, I don't even really I'm not a gift person. That's not my love language. But I would like like an old school love letter. Like mm. just write me a cute not a card, not a I love I want like just something sweet. Write something really sweet about how you feel or how I make you feel or what you appreciate about me. Or like let's Let's have an experience together. So you said something about chocolate-covered strawberries. Mm-hmm. Buy all this stuff and let's make them together. Or just find something fun. And I don't mean fun by, like, taking me out or doing the things that we normally do. Like, let's do something fun and creative together just that we can laugh about. And, like, I don't know. I just – that stuff means more to me than, like, yeah. buying me a gift because – my future man is going to spoil me. So I'm going to have the gifts That's already. Right. I want the feelings on Valentine's Day. That's what, to me, it should be more about. I would love, like, we're thinking just wildly, you know, stuff that would be fun. Mm-hmm. I would love my husband to be like, let's go do karaoke tonight. Yeah. I'd be like, what? That's what I mean. Like, do something goofy. Like, Yeah. Let's do karaoke yeah. or let's, let's get on a plane. I'm sorry. You know, I'd like to get on planes. Well, but yeah. If he was like, hey, pick a little weekend trip, let's go. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, absolutely. But that's a little bit more expensive. So budget-friendly, yeah, my custom converse. But it can be a staycation. You're listening, Daniel? Mm -hmm. Custom converse. Custom converse I'll email the link to you. (laughs) (laughs) They actually, I think they'll be really appropriate for when the new Taylor album comes out with Mm -hmm. Reputation. Are they the snake ones? Yes. Oh, I saw those. But they also have hearts on them, like a customized the whole thing. Oh, cute. Their platform as well. Very excited. I don't know if they're going to fit. So I, I think this might be my favorite episode so far. Yeah, I feel like it was... We at least made ourselves laugh. 
I don't know. I didn't anybody... even feel like we're recording. We're just talking to each other <laughs> like normal, except with a yeah. minor little filter on there because, you know. Yeah, just a little. Yeah. Can't, can't give no, away all of our secrets. Hell no. Gotta have something private. So happy early Valentine's Day, bitch. Happy early Valentine's. I do love you. I love you too. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You need a Valentine, ma'am. No, I don't. <laughs> Fuck them all. I do need those custom car- converse, so we'll just leave that today. So thank you, my pretties, for listening to this episode of us being ghosts. And man, I don't know, maybe we were being a little narcissistic ghosts. Mm-hmm. Do we get permission? We, we do have our podcast. We like to hear ourselves <laughs> talk. So I don't know if I like hearing myself talk, but I definitely love talking. Yes. So there's that. Whatever. Yeah, so thank you for listening. Please don't forget to go like, share. We're so close. We want to give you a cup. Yes, we have. Tell your friends. Cups to give away. We have so much more coming for this year. We're going to go over some topics. We'd love to hear what you guys want to listen to or hear about. So definitely send us some feedback. You can contact us on all the social media platforms. So I don't know. Sally, see you next Tuesday. Bye.